that's so interesting. Ooh, that's interesting. Well, that is very interesting. Please tell me more. Very interesting. Marty, that was very interesting. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to That's So Interesting, the podcast where we discuss what we think are objectively interesting things. I'm Graham, and today we're going to be talking about a lot of useless things. <laughs> and we're, we're excited to dive in because when you look at the world out there, there's a whole bunch of stuff that just doesn't really have a point to it. So you'll hear about that. Alongside me today is Brian. How are you doing, man? Good. Good. Today, um... First day back home, I was out exploring the nation's capital this past weekend. Good old Ottawa, Ontario. What would? Um, yeah, so it was a little staycation in, inside our own country before we embark on our journey over the pond to Greece next weekend. That's right. You make it sound so casual, too. Just like a little hop, skip, and a jump. But having never been to Europe before, like I'm pretty excited. Uh, me, too. I've never been to Europe, either. So... Um, it was my, it was my first time actually flying outside of North America. Actually, that's a lie. First time leaving North America in March this year, and this will be my first time on a plane going outside of, or like going to Europe and across across the ocean. So pretty pumped for it. That's sweet. I'm honored to join you for this. I know it just kind of. Side note, that isn't a useful thing. In my goals that I made for this year, I'm, a, I'm a, not a great goal setter, but I'm trying to be. Um, I wanted to travel to three different countries. So I think we're going to be able to check that off by the end of the year because we're going to have two down in the first four months. So Beautiful. You should have told me. You could have taken like a day trip to Albania. <laughs> just, just a layover, a 20-minute layover in another country. <laughs> Check. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. No, but <laughs> coming back on topic, useless things. I don't really know what gave me the inspiration to suggest this topic, other than the fact that I was sort of just thinking to myself, specifically how useless it is to be a lifeguard during an Olympic swimming <laughs> You know, like, because, yes, absolutely, in case you get a cramp, you're going into the water. Heaven forbid all of the other swimming athletes and swim coaches there can't pull you out. But you're the one actual, like, quote-unquote certified on-duty lifeguard during the Olympics. And these people exist too, folks. Oh, absolutely. I think they're volunteer jobs, though. They're like, you you get to volunteer to be a lifeguard at the Olympics, which is funny. Um, do you think, is it like like a being a, a referee or umpire during playoffs? Like, do you have to qualify? Oh, probably. You have to be top tier? But there's like... There's international lifeguarding championships or life-saving championships. So I'm sure that, that that's a good pool where they start from. Right. All to really get an all-expenses-paid front-row seat to <laughs> the Olympic swimming events. Do you know if they have EMS on site at like at the swimming events or paramedics or emergent like first responders? I would only imagine, but I wouldn't dare call them useless if that's what you're getting at. No, no. My thought, my thinking was like, <laughs> I wonder if there's lifeguards because they don't have 
EMS on site like they do for, say, hockey games or baseball games mm. at the Olympics of that's their safety precaution is lifeguards. But I don't know. If if they have EMS, I think it's pretty pointless if they uh <laughs> if they have it. They do have it, so it, it is pointless if there is no EMS there. <laughs> I, well, yeah, and that's exactly my point. I, I struggle to believe that during an Olympic event where there are like, top-tier athletes from all the hosts of countries, that they haven't afforded EMS to be there. And yeah. in their one line of defense is the poor lifeguard. Not discounting lifeguard skills and EMS just seems like a good precaution. Like it would make its way into the action plan. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And for the fans too, like that lifeguard's doing nothing for spectators. No, exactly. There's only so far you can huck your your life-saving ring into the crowd anyway, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that was something that I guess sort of prompted me into thinking of more inane or, or useless professions or things or um, who knows what because uh, other than I guess a front row seat to Olympic swimming you, you really don't have a whole a whole lot going on for you no no you, you, you don't I'm trying to think of an everyday item like something that we use that we don't realize that is utterly useless i mean nowadays i would potentially argue that you know the door knockers like when you go to somebody's house and they have a specific Mm. yeah from like 19 yeah like movies in today's day and age are those really needed anymore i mean maybe from an aesthetic perspective but actual use you're either ringing the doorbell or if somebody doesn't have a doorbell, I can guarantee they're not coming to answer the door if they're not expecting you. Like, they're leaving that door shut. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You're using your phone and you're not leaving the car. Correct. And you're just saying, get in, loser, we're going shopping. And yeah. then you just go on your way. Like, there's no way <laughs> for so much of the time now. I can't remember last time a friend came to my door just to let them me know that they were there. Now I realize you're saying like just to enter the house or, or whatever when you're visiting, but yeah, so much of the time it's just like texting. Yeah, man, I'm outside. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. That's uh that's an interesting, an interesting one. I can't sell you on an actual reason for the use. I guess if someone has, really sensitive skin and they and they don't uh, they don't want to risk any sort of <laughs> abrasion and so they delicately pick up the door knocker <laughs> but very careful i realize i'm being <laughs> just the most daintily of fingers yeah no i i can't i can't come up with a a good reason for that one i wonder if like pizza delivery people have a preference you're like oh yes this door has a door knocker they what definitely just call day. now like if somebody doesn't come to the door right away they're yeah. like oh oh did somebody order the like say the wrong address or am i at the wrong house yeah. like when you order pizza yeah. you're coming straight to the door to meet him there yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 
You know what I can't believe doesn't happen more often? And maybe it does, and I'm just living in my own little world. But just ordering a pizza to some random person's house. Yeah. Because you just, you just select pay when you get there or whatever. So the <laughs> onus like, is not on you at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian, if, the, if a pizza shows up to your house over the next couple of days, I think you'll have a pretty good idea where it came from. Like, that's, I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll probably I buy might it. do that. I'll probably <laughs> buy it. There's, that's, that's not considered a cheat meal if you don't order it. That's true. Those calories don't count. Right. They're That's negative. A good point. They're negative. I might ask you to order me a pizza too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm just realizing like at the ripe age of 23, I could prank call my friends and order them pizzas. Yeah. Huh. That's sick. We'll do it to Brandon. He's not on the pod, <laughs> so we have to do it to him. Oh, 100%. Oh man, and it, Edmonton's friggin' fifty percent pizza all the time. Mm-hmm. Wow! So we're good. We're the most we're, metropolis in the world. We're spending money to save money to do a good prank. Oh yeah, I feel like I can't afford not to. I'm in, and maybe not even like maybe pay for it for him too, and just see what his his reaction is. Maybe the second time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. What else we'll, you got? We'll, we'll give him a nice one and one. <laughs> so, I, I was uh, I was on the World Wide Web just before this. I was actually looking up some some pointless things, and I saw, <laughs> I saw these pair of shoes that just straight up had mini umbrellas coming out the, <laughs> the top of them. <laughs> I like it. So, like. And they weren't waterproof shoes. Like, it's not like the umbrella was the outside layer of waterproofness. That was the only defense. So if you were to walk in a puddle, soaker, like, no doubt, right? In fact, I I think on one of the, I think maybe they were a detachable feature, but Mm -hmm. on one of the, like, they were on high heels. So, like, you're all, like, glitz and glamour in your high heels with your, like, eight-inch diameter umbrella flapping in the wind on top of each of them individually just so what they don't get wet Ridiculous. yeah that but it's fashion you can't hate on fashion is it though see i yeah i guess that's why i'm just not rich in italy but yeah i just uh i couldn't get a good handle on that the things that i like i really struggle with from a useless thing perspective are when people bedazzle or like glam up regular items. Like you walk into somebody like I'm just imagining if I walked into like Floyd Mayweather's house and he has yeah. a gold toilet. That's the most useless right. thing. Like what's wrong with classic porcelain? What? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Why do we need to be extra here? And I think mm-hmm. Like the frivolity of that. Yeah, yeah. Some of the most useless things that I've seen are people who take a normal everyday object that is very useful and turn it into something of a fashion statement or a glam statement. And you're just, I just get frustrated with it because what's like, you're just 
showing off that you have more money than everybody else. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Sick. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that goes along with one of the other things that I saw where it was like literally like bringing Tylenol fast relief, except not Tylenol, just flakes of gold, <laughs> like actual gold where you'd pop a pill and that way you can literally shit gold. Nice. I didn't even bother checking the retail price. I don't have I don't have the income, obviously. So, what do you think of like a when I say a stick of butter, I mean like butter in a uh, chapstick, an extra large chapstick container of where you force the butter out to butter your bread. I saw that. That's amazing. I'll I, take five. I can't tell if it's smart or if it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So it's both, and I'll tell you why. It's it's brilliant when you use it at a rate in which you can actually keep it outside, correct? Like on and, your counter, yeah, right? and a warm at a temperature that's that's a spreadable. You want to spread, mm-hmm. but not meltable. But, because if it gets too hot, then it's just kind of run out of the container. Exactly the same thing when your lip chap is too hot, and you just end up mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. a freaking entire glue stick on your yep. upper lip. Yep, you might as well dip the three fingers into the Vaseline and might as well kiss the Vaseline at that point. Uh, Yeah, and so when that happens, yeah, I freaking, oh, my nose is a little dry. I just spread it up there too. And yeah, that's how you highlight, right? I think I've seen girls do that. (laughs) When it's not, like when it is useless though, is when you, in my mind, have that glue stick of butter. (laughs) We stick it butter um, in the fridge mm-hmm. because at that temperature, I don't know if you're like me and always keep butter in the fridge, but I'm never excited about oh, buttering anything like a toast. Like when you when you have toast, you just well, yeah, destroy the toast. Because <laughs> more than once has someone called nine one one on me because I have murdered that piece <laughs> of toast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not recognizable like it its family can't even identify it to the police like it's it's, it's brutal you got to go dna testing there is it like the flaxseed is it the 12 grain what are we talking like yeah. onion? we got oat? some oh quinoa yeah. yeah that's quinoa i see it i see it so it, that for me that makes it a useless thing right like if if we're talking about in the quantity or size that it cannot be used in that short amount of time i guess mm-hmm. that's Ew, that's pretty obscene. On the note of food products and that sort of thing, I have two things. Mm-hmm. One, that sort of just grinds my gears in general, but to me is just an excessive product, are the banana-specific containers. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like mm-hmm. the, the, can, the Tupperware or plastic containers that are literally a The shape yellow-shaped banana. bananas that are never the same because shape? Because... Exactly, because it's like, oh, this is cute. This is for your banana. If it's perfectly has a, you know, 130 degree, you know, circumference or whatever, however you'd you'd measure those radians (laughs) or or grade 12 math that I wasn't paying attention in because it's made for this like stereotypical banana. Mm -hmm. And most bananas can't meet those beauty standards. 
Like what? What's your, what are you trying to? What and, sort of socialization agents are you trying to pass around here? And guess what, Graham? Your banana doesn't what? fit. You gotta bruise it to make it fit. <laughs> Which is the worst because my conjecture, Brian, would be that the whole point of that container is to not bruise the banana. I th- I wouldn't disagree, but it's kind of ironic, Frank. It's, it's friggin' ironic. <laughs> oh, I'll show you something ironic. Uh, so <laughs> that's uh, that's one that gets me, and one that I've noticed more recently, um, like in person in grocery stores, and also I know others have noticed them posts online as well. When you, Mother Nature does so many things right, right? Like when mm-hmm. they protect a fruit or a vegetable in its natural form, there's a husk or a skin that makes it so the delicious flesh inside doesn't get damaged, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Humans have decided to get rid of that protective layer and instead cover them in plastic or styrofoam and sell them so they're ready to go. Yep. That's brutal to me. Grinds my gears. How use how useless is that? Very. Yeah. I that's just something that I can't get over. What's what's our definition it's so for unnecessary? Because well, we we spent our last one when we were talking about mm. you know objects, uh, our our hot dog sandwiches, our rivers, rivers. What classifies it to be what? Mm-hmm. What would our definition of useless be for our audience? Give them some context here. I'd like to keep it simple and just say without use. Yeah. And so keep in mind, keep in mind that like, yes, if we use this example of the peeled fruit or vegetable then being housed in the man-made synthetic container, mm-hmm. yes, that has use, but it's useless in the sense that it originally, like, we gave it use. There was no need for that use. So something like, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Something along the lines of. An item, object, theory, a, th- a thing, that's very broad, mm-hmm. a thing that we can do without. Mm-hmm. Or person. Shout out or to those person. lifeguards. Yes, I'm sorry, lifeguards, but in some cases you <laughs> aren't needed. Yeah, so I'd, I'd agree with that just because, you know, going back to the shoes with umbrellas. <laughs> no no individual shoe needs its own umbrella. But like you said, Brian, fashion. We give it a useless purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? So that that's that's sort of where where I'm at with that. Another another one that I am thinking of now are adorable little white picket fences. Because in my mind, <laughs> a fence is is created to keep literally anything out. All right, Donald Trump. Or at Trump. least one thing out. All right, Donald, relax. Okay, relax. Hey, I'm like I'm like your municipal Donald Trump. Okay, I'm not talking about <laughs> walls. I'm just talking about fences. Okay. So, and so all I'm saying is like that's a that's a useless fence. That fence has no use. Mm-hmm. We give it value in that it's like, oh, it's so cute. It goes with my climbing hydrangea aesthetic. 
But when it comes down to it, that fence is useless. Yes. Yeah, like it, it's not it's not keeping out rabbits. Unless it's just like for your little kids so that they don't run onto the road. Like when they're young and they're playing like older, I'll say the older days of when kids played outside mm-hmm. because they don't anymore. That they, you know, your mm-hmm. three-year-old little Tommy doesn't run straight onto the street. But you don't want to block the view of your house because you like the way that your house looks. That could be a useful. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. And I think natural selection plays a role there. And if Absolutely. little Tommy wants to get hit by a car, then little Tommy shouldn't reproduce. But Absolutely. that's an that's a different that's a different conversation. Or I mean, unfortunately, natural selection gets paid, gets done for him because his parents need to teach him that he shouldn't play on the road. But right. we'll yeah. leave that be. I got one that's going to yeah. drive you crazy. I already know it. Okay. I hate it. It's this thing called the imperial system. (laughs) 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 And for those of you who don't know what the imperial system is, it's by dictionary.com. It's considered the archaic system of measurement. And only three countries remaining in the world use this system. The United States of America... (laughs) Liberia and Myanmar. Myanmar is that how you say that? Myanmar. Yeah. Myanmar. Yeah. Okay. Formerly known wow. as Burma. Three countries. Three. Wow. Out of how many total countries? Oh my! What are, what are we looking at? Oh like my 207? god! Yeah. 207? Like you. Yeah. It doesn't well, matter. It doesn't matter ultimately, right? Because it's useless why wow and the most frustrating part is that the united states of america is so damn big that it still impacts the rest of the world and you receive a package of cheese in ounces and your recipe calls for grams Mm. yeah that's frustrating i was wondering where you were going with that to start to be honest or you're on the road and you might not have a car that was made in North America and you're wondering, holy crap, what the hell is 60 miles? Do I have to go 60 kilometers an hour? Is that 65 kilometers an hour for 60 miles? Is it less? Is it more? Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it baffles my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh. And like, just, just for the fact that like, I have to think long and hard to consider how many kilograms are weigh. Oh. And how many centimeters I am tall. Because the friggin' US just wants to compare me to every professional basketball player out there. They're just like, oh, six foot, blah, blah, blah. Oh, <laughs> blah, 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 pounds. Like, it's obscene. Because. In my metric using country, I still am influenced to primarily know my irrational imperial definitions of of my height and weight. It's ridiculous. And it's so frustrating for me because as our regular listeners know, I work in retail and hospitality and 
doing recipes and conversions and logging that data into our system to make sure that our cost of goods is accurate or our recipes are accurate for what our costing should be is the biggest pain in the ass I have ever... Like, it easily adds double the time to any job for me that that touches raw goods. And it's not needed. There is no need for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those ridiculous things, and it makes me think of another ridiculous thing. Are you familiar with the conversion of Celsius to Fahrenheit? Oh, God. Yes. Talk about a useless metric. Okay? Holy... So, in case anyone was wondering, for Celsius, zero degrees is freezing temperature for water. Mm Mm-hmm. 100 degrees Celsius is boiling temperature for water. Pretty easy. Zero to 100 scale. For Fahrenheit, if a mild-mannered etiquette-following member of society who uses Celsius wanted to figure out what they were to use in Fahrenheit, they would have to multiply the Celsius degree in question by nine-fifths and then add 32. (laughs) That's how you calculate Celsius to Fahrenheit. Get a real job. You want to talk to me about a useless metric. Come on. Like a good day could be anywhere from 70 to 95 for all. Like it depends on the humidity, I guess. Like, Useless. That's crazy. I it, it it makes me upset. It makes me upset. Eyelashes on cars. Oh, I just <laughs> I just physically cringed. Have you seen in that? my chair? Have you seen that? Ah, more than I'd like. I wish I wish I had to ask you to explain it to me. I wish. That wasn't something that was that was lived experience, but unfortunately, that's not the case. It's I cannot brutal. fathom it. You know, what, you know what I'm okay with. You know what's not useless? Little antlers or Santa hats around Christmas time mm. within the month of December, people. Within the month of December, I'll, I'll even take okay. November after remembrance Festive. day. I'm cool with that. All out. That's very generous of you. That's very kind because it has purpose. They're getting in the spirit. But yeah, tis the season, I guess. Fa la 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 la. Oh my god. If you put eyelashes on your car, you need to question your your life. Your the meaning of life, you need to question it. Because your standards are just so out of control. Doing it wrong. That should be a ticket. That should be a ticket on the road. Imagine, 50 ma'am, bucks. do you know what I pulled you over today? Holy, 50 bucks for being stupid. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And shifting gears a little bit, something <laughs> that's coming to mind that's useless. Do you like how to, what I did there with the car? Yes. Shifting gears. Anyway. Um, <laughs> when, 
when there's a service that's meant to be useful. Mm -hmm. For example, subtitles, a very useful service for people who cannot auditorily hear what's going on. But when subtitles are useless is when they capture pointless or incorrect parts of what's going on. For example, when a subtitle just says, speaking in French, instead of the English words for what the French-speaking person is saying. Yep. <laughs> Pretty useless. I like it. Or crying in Spanish. You like it. Oh. You're a bush tip. I like it. What about... See, it's not... 100% useless. However, we're getting there. Mm -hmm. Debit cards. The reason yeah. why I say it is because a debit card, you don't get any rewards. No. You have no insurance on your purchases. Yes. You. Some debit cards don't even have insurance on the card itself. So if you somebody commits fraud on your card... Depending on who you're yeah, with and yeah. your monthly fee, they get to take your money and walk. And yeah. on top of all of this, you need to have that money in your account right now and give it to them. Instead of mm -hmm. maybe building, I don't know, maybe it's only 10 cents over 30 days. And then you get to pay off your credit card bill at the end. But you might get cash back. You might get rewards points. You might even not mm -hmm. get any of that, but you still didn't have to pay for that money or that thing right up front with more risk. Uh, yeah. I couldn't tell yeah. you last time I used my, like actually went out of my way to use my debit card. It was only when somebody said, we don't accept any credit cards, only debit. That's probably the last yeah. time. And that was two, yeah. three months ago. That for me was at the SLC Timmy's, but go on. Oh my god, food services, get your <laughs> shit together. You're <laughs> at like the what, the fourth largest university in maybe fifth largest Ontario. university in Ontario, and you can't set your systems up to have credit cards? That's embarrassing. That is downright atrocious. That is a crime on society. You belong with the eyelash car people and you have to pay fifty bucks. <laughs> It's brutal. Like welcome, welcome to the 21st century. Holy smokes. Yeah, pretty vomitrocious. Mm. Um, and to go off of that, something that I find useless, which is definitely tied into a pet peeve, so I'm sort of milking this a little now, it just with the security and, and bank um, authentication and everything, subjective su security questions. <laughs> are one of my least favorite things. And more often than not, 0% of your options when selecting security questions are an objective thing that you'll never get wrong. AKA, what is your mother's maiden name? Or what is your father's middle name? <laughs> you know, where did your parents meet? It's always like, what was your favorite cartoon during your childhood? I freaking some days are like Bugs Bunny. And other days, I'm a big Power Rangers guy. Like, depends if I had fruit uh, loops for lunch or for breakfast or Rice Krispies. 
It really sets no, the tone for No, for lunch, you got that pretty bang on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that I'd never had it for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's something that, ah, I, it just, it, it's so useless to me. Because for some of them, it's like, what was your favorite childhood vacation spot growing up? And for the listeners that don't know, my life has taken place in a couple different places, including the US and Canada. So depending on how far I go back that day, or when I'm thinking about my childhood vacation spot is, I might say the friggin' Monterey Bay Aquarium in California, <laughs> or Sable Beach, Ontario. Like it, it. Yeah, you know. You're by not. the way, for the record, those aren't answers. So if anyone does try to hack into my stuff, it's okay. He doesn't have any money, anyways. <laughs> that's that's true. I booked my degrees. <laughs> Go steal a student loans. You're all good. But yeah, that's something that I just find completely useless because it's it's ineffective. It's it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm dealing with that. I agree. I'm like yeah. You, the last thing I think that I'll say is a paring knife. We don't need a paring okay, knife go anymore. On. We have we have peelers for a reason. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're right. Okay, and if if I need to make a small cut, well, I'm I'm taking the knife the one size up because it's gonna yep. do the job. I do not need a paring knife. I I don't know even. The most, I shouldn't say the most, because I don't know any expert, like Red Seal culinary chef at a Michelin star restaurant, but I know some chefs Mm -hmm. that work in fine dining and they will not pick up a paring knife because it takes four times as long to peel an apple than it does (laughs) to freaking use a peeler. (laughs) That makes sense. Sounds like an obsolete kitchen equipment there. Maybe it's not there yet, but it's about to be. Hey, yeah, and I'm with you. And the last one that I'll go in on is the home telephone. (laughs) A very useful invention from whenever it was invented all the way through the 90s and even 2000s. I'll give them that. But this is the decade that the home phone is no longer useful in any capacity. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't think of one feature or reason why I would want a home phone over just using my cell phone for any sort of contact or service that my home phone might have provided, other than the fact of giving out a different number to people so I don't have to watch my phone ring and then watch people leave a voicemail. Mm -hmm. Because it's just incredibly pointless and incredibly useless. I have no need to get a phone and it's as simple as that. Yeah, I'm done with that. I mean, the only times that I can see it happening is if you lived or like had a cottage in an area that didn't have cell service or you lived in an area that was remote and doesn't have great cell service. I mean, damn right. We're all, like the whole community's having house phones still, but you live in the mm-hmm. GTA you ain't doing that Rogers bundle for home phone. I can tell you that much. And <laughs> no, sir. The most ironic thing about the home phone is that in places that are getting the fiber optic cables and 
you know, the, the three, the 4G and the 5G, all of these home phones are running off the internet. So if your internet's down or the cell service is down, guess what? Your cell phone's out and your home phone's out. Like, ding, ding, ding. it's not a backup anymore unless you truly are in, like, you're in a community that, you know, still has landlines. And when I say landlines, I mean the lines that go through the ground or through the telephone <laughs> poles and are a hardwired item, then then you're allowed. You're allowed to still use those. But anybody else, pff, you're wasting your money. Wasting your money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to throw it in there because as far as the useless pieces of technology, I think that's... Uh, it's near the near the top. Yep, I'm done with that. I mean, right uh, other than that, like I think that wraps us up. It's a fairly short episode today, folks. We are uh, missing our main man, Brandon, but uh, I hope we got by without him. It's our first time, Graham and I, jazzing together here. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we brought up some useless stuff. If you have any other objects or items or things or experiences. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> It's, <laughs> it sounds like such a funny thing. I hope I hope we just shared some pointless and useless shit with you. <laughs> and if you have made any it worth your while and useless shit, please feel free to waste our time as well because we just wasted your time. Yeah, so make sure to waste our time by emailing us at that's so interesting pod at gmail.com or DMing us uh, on Instagram at TSI Podcast. And at the end of the day, if you get out there and play, I can guarantee you won't have any of this useless crap in your life. Well said, Brian. Get out there and play, kids. Keep your stick on the ice and have a good one.